Shout out to Skip. <laughs> yeah. So I just lay back, post drip a cup. When niggas come through, we roll the woods up. We laugh about the good times that we had, but that don't talk about it. Shit, I said it. You niggas matching them, the game's over. I told my nigga, come walk the game's over. Alright, we back. We need answers podcast. Today we got my guy in here, little Maurice. Um, every episode, like we always do, break down at the connection. Um, so little is my man Deron from episode one, the FYF podcast, is little brother, like a little brother to me. So you all like family. And um little is a, a amazing story that I always took took notice to and, and and gave him a lot of salute to about his story because he standed a test that was like very severe and I always tell him a lot of adults wouldn't have handled it the way he did. Very stand up about it, very um very and it was a it's a a very serious situation. So the, the episode today is is the the fuck cancer episode. There's all all types of everything in that round. Every every fact, everything about it. It's just we just gonna discuss that whole thing. But Little had a situation that he went through a few years back, and um, I I seen it from start to finish, and I seen how he handled it. He handled it like a stand up guy. Um, never seen him sweat. Never seen him worry. Um, and like I said, it's adults that go to the situation, young and old, and you see, like, I think seeing a lot of people, because now that I'm thinking about it, I remember when I was at, um, when we used to do the the running on the track, on the, like, and I used to go work out on the track. One time, it was a kid, um, he was bald, and my little cousin was like, she was, she ain't mean no harm, but she had said something about, like, to, to uh, her mother about him, and um, he heard, it and he was like, I have cancer, but... He was basically just letting her know what it is, but he was probably like 80 years old or something like that. But it was just the, like the the perseverance, and he didn't let it bother him at nothing. He kept running at it, he said it and all that. And that just little moment right there is just something that, like, similar with Little. Never seen him sweat, never seen him let it bother him or nothing. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it goes through everybody. Everybody go through everything, but most important is to never let people see you sweat. And that's one thing that I... I got from Little um, with this whole process, seeing him go through it. Uh, we supposed to have Tim here. Tim will be here next time. Hopefully, you'll be able to break it up. But Tim um, went through a similar situation he could speak on as well. But um, the goal with this one is just to spread knowledge and, and give people uh, wisdom and, and, and um, a lot of positive energy. Because you might know somebody going through it. You might be going through it yourself. But, you know, we got tips. We share experiences. Dude, that's the whole purpose of this podcast. We need answers because people that need answers and need inspiration and need hope, we can give it to them in different ways. And I think Little is the perfect candidate for this because, like I said, he he went through it. He can speak on it. He can vouch for it. He's going through it. He's still an advocate for it. Um, do the walks all the time, all of that. So let him get into it and tell his story. So um, how old are you, Little? I'm 19. 19. So start from the beginning to... Where you where the day one when you found out about this situation? Uh, um, I was fifteen years old. Fifteen. Uh, my parents was in a room. I was in a shower. I had a big lump on my chest, but it was itching real bad. So I think that's what really made me get back in the shower because it was itching. I'm like, dang, I'm still dirty or something. <laughs> 
So uh, when I got back in, I cleaned that spot real good. So when I got back out, it was still itching. So I actually went to the mirror in the bathroom and looked at it, and it was a big red spot. So I hurried up and went to my my parents' room. They um, eventually sent me to the emergency room. Mm. No, they sent me to the doctor's at first. The doctor's office sent me to the emergency room. Once the emergency room, they held, they held me in there for like a week. A week running, just running tests. Uh, this was the same day that you did, was in the shower, like the next day you all Yeah, the, the next day, oh, right. next morning. Because it was at night. It was like 10 o'clock at night. Right. So they set a doctor's appointment up the next day. It was Monday. Next day, uh, they put me, doctors, doctors sent me to the emergency room. The emergency room held me in there for a week straight. Did ramp blood work, biopsies on me. I ain't find out for like a week until a week later what it actually was. They that Friday they they thought it was some type of cancer, but they wasn't for sure. They didn't it wasn't a hundred percent cancer. So uh I went to school for that next week and then after that they they called and I was like, It's cancer. I had to drop out of school and uh I had to get started right away. I had to get take take chemotherapy. I had it like six days for six days straight. Then I had I could go home for thirty days, and then I had to come right back for six days. I did that for like six six months straight. Dang. So eventually, they said it was cancer free, like by the sixth month. Uh, I say six months later after that, it came right back, mm. and it came back. I did the same treatment, but I did it for two months this time, and. It, the chemotherapy was real strong. It was like real strong. I couldn't even take. I couldn't even eat. This time I couldn't even eat like nothing. You was real I, weak. I was weak. I was getting small. The first time, the first time I went through it though, like the cancer, the chemotherapy wasn't wasn't even that strong. Like you could tell, like I was up. Mm-hmm. I was eating everything. I was getting fat the first time. I gained a lot of weight. I probably gained like thirty pounds the first time. Just that not, was that was when you when you started losing the hair. Yeah That time Yeah I remember you picked up the weight that time I picked up a lot of weight Yeah So the second time I couldn't even eat I was trying I was having problems eating Like I couldn't eat nothing Throwing everything up Um So what, what When you first When you first got the news How did you feel Like when you first went to the hospital Talk about when you first went to the doctors And they said that it might be What it might be How you feel Uh Sana, yeah. Um, I was at Sana, and I was just like, like, I I was okay with it. Like he 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 handled it worse than me at first. Like he ran out naturally. Yeah, naturally. I think but anybody I was, would. Like, he ran like I can't even, I can't even hear this shit. I remember my brother exact words. I can't even hear this shit no more. Right. He ran out, and then I was just looking like I had to get through. Like I, I'm too young to die. So did I, you did you believe it though? Like was you like all yeah? Because I was like, like, I don't do nothing. Like I don't. I thought like you feel me? Like certain certain cancers come from certain things, but they say cancer. You don't know what cancer come from. But yeah. I'm like being just. I thought adulthood really caused yeah, you cancer. Don't, you don't you never know? hear about a kid. kid so it, yeah. yeah, it sounds far fetched. That's why I asked like if you when you heard it was like it probably ain't that. Like I ain't. Yeah, I ain't think it was that. Yeah, but then I was starting to look up stuff like. Red, red, uh, red lumpy chest and area, and it was and saying that they say cancer. 
They say that's the worst thing to do when something come up, though. Look at Google and shit. Yeah, it be yeah. like, even when it, it don't was, be that, it be like yeah. saying you some life or death shit. And they don't really. It, be, it was all types of cancers yeah, piling yeah, up on and Google. And then you just think about it so much after you read it. It's like, well, shit, damn. And I but, get to ask my mother, like, man, I think this cancer. Before This was before they told you. The yeah. Oh, okay. Before they told me that. Yeah. Like, man, I think this cancer. And she was like, boy, shut up. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it ain't cancer. You good. Right. Which, and, uh, and then when you went in there, they told you that. So you went back to school. Actually, you- they called me. They called us like after that week passed. We went by. I went. I went to school that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think that Wednesday night they called us like it's cancerous. Um, you gonna have to be. You gonna have to come come to the hospital by next Monday so you can start treatment right away. And it, how how when you went back to school, it was on your mind every day. No, not really. You ain't think I about would, it. No, I was just having fun. You know, right. kids. Yeah, and not trying. Was, what not, grade was you in? I was in the tenth grade. 10th, okay. This was my my first. Uh, this was like October, so I just started. Yeah, started. school just started. I was ready to hoop. I was in, and the crazy thing is, I was in the best shape of my life for basketball. Like that year, that year, I was in the best shape. I played a whole season of AU. Like I'm, I, I'm always a, I'm, I'm injury prone. I get injuries a lot. Before, like, even before this, yeah, before this. Oh, okay, so like. That, yeah, I didn't have no injuries. I played the whole summer, the whole spring, wow. the whole winter. Atlanta, I went down to Atlanta. I did real good. That's crazy. when I seen. Two. That's crazy how shit work. Like the That's, odds of that. Like your, your most healthiest years, the year you went through something that was very detrimental to your career for real. Yeah, like I was, I was ready to go back to Atlanta. Like I seen, I seen, I, I seen a lot of NBA players like now, mm-hmm. like uh, T. T.K. Ferguson, Jaleek Felton. I don't know if Jaleek made the league yet, but he he overseas somewhere. He went to North Carolina. Uh, what's the number one draft pick that went to Washington? Markel Fultz. Oh, okay. I seen all of them down so there. So that was like you was extra motivated that year. Yeah. Uh, what's um big fella from um no nah, no nah. um from he went he an African he real tall seven foot. I can't think of his name. Bobo? No, not Taco Bo. Uh, um, he ain't even go to the car. He ain't go to But college. he was down there, though. Yeah, he was down there. Like I seen a lot of NBA players. Yeah, um, that year I played with a lot of D1 players also, too, though. Like, James Bishop, he at LSU. My good friend James Bishop, my good friend Logan. Logan Curtis. Um, Yabby and Norma, he, he a football player, but he, he D1 at... Um, Houston, he went to Alabama his first year, freshman year. So they they seen the process too. Yeah, all this. and they was supportive through all the, the whole thing too. Yeah, Gerard Mungo. Okay. Oh my gosh. So when you said you you went right. back to school, you went back to school, and they, after they after they told you the news, and then it was like immediately go to the hospital and start chemo. Yeah. So how was that when you started the chemo? Um. It was easy. Like, my first time was easy. I'm like, oh, this this light for real. Right. But I had in my mindset, like, I think majority of people, like, don't make it through cancer mm. because they have it in mindset, like, I'm yeah. ready to die. Yeah. I, I think so, too. I think that's what a lot of shit, too, though, like, with health stuff. Any kind of thing that's, like, if you you used to come to it and, and give up already, then it's yeah. not Everybody say that about cancer. It's a mind frame thing. Yeah, so I, w- I was already in it tour, like, I am ready to make it through this and be back hooping yeah. by by January or right. something like that. Right. 
And that's what they said. Like when you started, they was like, once you go through this, what was what did they say for as a process? Like you do the chemo and then this will happen after that. Like Yeah, like after I did chemo, they said it'll go all the way and I'll be back hooping. So they so 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 telling you that it probably ain't even feel like nothing to worry like, about that's, for real. That's, yeah, that's easy just for real. Just something to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So that that was like um so you went through that and then that's when after you did the chemo, that's when you started to gain the weight and, and lose the head and all of that. Yeah. So explain how you felt when, when that started happening. Um my first time I was losing my when I first started losing my hair, it was probably like February until I started losing my hair. And you started chemo when? In October. October. So, so it was months like, later. Yeah, and that's yeah, it was months later. Like And they told you that this was gonna start happening. Yeah, so uh-huh. but most people think like cancer caused you to lose your head, it's but it's chemo. really the chemo, yeah, the medicine the chemo. so right. strong. Like you get black nails, like your nails start to grow black also through chemo. Cause ain't it the ain't it like when the 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 mach- the radiation kind of like it shut the shells down the cells down something. Oh like no, that. that's not even radiation yet. I ain't oh, okay. even get radiation. Okay. I ain't, we ain't even hit the radiation. Part. So what is chemo then? What? Chemotherapy is go, you go through your IV like you okay. pick your like my first time I had a port line in my chest. I had to get a port in my chest. Mm. The second Which is time, like a, they put a hole in your chest or something. Um, they put uh, like a metal piece in your chest. Mm. And uh, they stick IVs like they put needles in your chest basically okay. to get. But I, I put healing cream on it, so I wouldn't feel when he stuck me with the needles. Mm-hmm. But I had to have that in my chest for like six days with the with the little thing. Painful. So was I was not really. Uh-huh. So I had to walk around with walk around with that on me, mm-hmm. and take showers with that stuff on me when I was in the hospital. Oh, yeah. okay. It wasn't that painful, but like. My first time, like when I first started losing my hair, I caught my mother. I think she was out of, out of town. I caught my mother. Like mom losing my hair, so she laughing, and uh, I'm like, I'm ready to just cut it off. So I, I just cut my hair. <laughs> I took my father's razors and just cut it all off. Got got you gave yourself the baldy. Yeah, I gave myself. It was fur though too. I had patches and some more on my head. <laughs> And then, is it so was the weight like at the same time, or did that eventually just your weight that, started gaining? It started again. I probably gained like five, I probably gained like five pounds by then. And that was that's through chemo too, the weight gain. Uh, well, the chemo, it's not through through it, but it was like I'm hungry, so it it built me a, a strong appetite. Oh, okay, but so you I, ate a lot. Yeah, but oh, okay. I would, like okay. I would have, to, I could only eat. What I'm craving for, like a pregnant lady. Oh, right. Like, I can only Weird eat. Shit. Yeah. What like, you was eating? I was eating. I ain't really lie. I was eating like pasta. Like I wanted shrimp, shrimp pasta, shrimp, shrimp Alfredo a lot. All right. Macaroni and cheese. I ain't know that. I ain't know it give you cravings like that. Oh, what else from Miller's I used to get a lot? Um, turkey club. Turkey club. <laughs> I used to stay telling bro, bring me. I need a turkey club before you come up, bro. <laughs> With hots on it. I need that. So when you you was in a well once you went through that you was in a hospital for how long? Um, six months, but it was like six months, but six days straight. Is that that's when that was when um when New Year's? Well, yeah, that was the year. That was the first okay, year. okay, yeah, first yeah, because yeah. yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. We was in. We spent New Year's with a little with a little bit in the hospital. Yeah, we definitely did. Bought it in. Yep. I yeah. remember we was playing 2K and shit. <laughs> uh-huh. So how, how was your how was your confidence going through this part? Like, I know we halfway through it, but what, how was your confidence when you, like, the loss and the gain, then being in the hospital period? Like, what that do to your confidence? 
I mean, I ain't really do nothing though. It's cause it's like mind over matter to me. So 100%. I was, I was like, I'm good. Once, yeah. I, especially when I first went through the first one, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is a cakewalk for yeah. real, like, I, but the second time, I didn't really lie. Like the second time, like I was, that was the tough one. Like chemotherapy really beat me up that time. Like I ain't want nothing to do with it after that. Why was it different? This, the medicine they made the medicine ten times stronger. Mm. Like the chemotherapy was crazy, but it was like I only had to do that for two. I only did that two times for six days. Okay, so it was like two months. I did it for two months. Okay, for six days, so like twelve days altogether. So when you got how did Sorry, so before we get to that, we went through you went through the um January, February. That's when you said the the weight gain, the head loss. So after that, once you you ended up progressing back to kind of like normal. Yeah, like normal March, life and all that. March 7th was my last day of chemotherapy the first time. Okay. And then the after that, I'm like I'm back. Who I'm back ready to hoop. Right. I remember my first time back hooping. I fell down like I fell I trying to dribble mm. fast like speed bars. Mm. I fell because uh, you wasn't because I'm fat. I'm, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm fat. okay. I can't. Even, I can't. Even, I'm not in. You but, wasn't back 100. percent Yeah. Yet. Okay. So your was your strength there? Um. Yeah, it was there. Oh, uh, you just. Strength, I was weight. just fat. I couldn't control balance. Balance oh. out. I was going too fast. So you worked out and got the weight down, or? Yeah. Eventually, I got the weight back down when I worked out, but that's not it. I didn't even. Go back slim until mm. my second time. That's what really made me lose all my weight. Like, mm. and then because so, like the doctors, they they tell you not to do a lot of weightlifting now because of because it's chemotherapy made my heart weaker. So I can't really do too much. I gotta do a lot of body lift. Okay. So it was like hard. Like I had to adjust to it. But by the time I was adjusting to it, it came back around. So when it came back around, it was like. I lost all the weight from the prior time to that. So I now I got to pick back weight. Right. Pick weight back up. Okay. When I came back. And so that and you said that was six months? Later? Yeah, that was six months. That was like December. So they how did that, how did that go? They just called you out the blue or you was doing checkups and then they was yeah, like, check came back. Yeah. But I really, honest, honestly, they going to tell you like it went away. But I don't <laughs> think it really went away because yeah. it grew. Like it grew from my chest to my neck. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't think, I don't think it really went away. Is it? Does it go away though? Is it possible or does it? Yeah, this time for sure it went away. Like, okay. This time, because at first my mother said like something was highlighted, but they said not to worry about it or something like that. Yeah. Because I think a lot because it was a tissue or something like that. She said it was just they said it was some tissue issues or something like okay. that. Okay. Okay. But she really think like once we all put it together, it was like we really think it was. The chemo. I mean, it was cancerous still, but mm-hmm. now it just grew to my neck area, from my chest to my neck. So, what was the dude throughout this period? I know we just getting into the second part of the, when you went through it again. Do that. How was the support system through that time? Like, was that a big help for how you got through? Yeah, I ain't really lying. Like, my support system was crazy. Like, it was crazy. Like, Marshawn. Like, yeah. I got a lot of support off of Marshawn. Like, who came it, up with that, Marshawn? Um, my my um coach. Coach Mike McCormick, mm. he came up with more strong. Just the, just the, that was like a, a hashtag to really push like support. Yeah, I'm not like people from all over Baltimore, like basketball players, like that. I look, I looked to growing up. Yeah, they was hip for high school. Like 
as I'm growing, as I'm like middle school going into high school, and they like graduating high school going into college, like they was even tweeting like Mars Strong, like I'm that's like, that's what's up. Like that that that's that pushed up. me too. Like yeah. I ain't like, yeah, I think that's very important with with situations like cancer, any any kind of situation like when people down, that type of stuff just give you even more put because you already had the. The self-esteem and the attitude, like, all right, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to go through it. I'm going to push through it. But then when you got a crowd of people behind you, even put mm-hmm. like, I definitely got it now. Like, um, like Mike, he even went to Louisville. I was asleep, though. But he, he had Rick Pitino on the phone where he talked to me. But, For real. But it was like, that I was, was asleep. <laughs> but he got me a ball sign. Damian Lee, he from Baltimore. Uh-huh. Damian Lee, Steph Curry. Brother-in-law. Oh, okay. I ain't know he's from Baltimore. Yeah, he he played with Baltimore. the Warriors. Yeah, he played with the Warriors. Okay. I ain't he uh that. he went to Louisville that his senior year. Coming from um he transferred from he transferred from Drexel. His senior. What high school he went to? Calvin Hall, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, Calvin Hall. All right. He transferred to Drexel. He transferred from Drexel to Louisville his senior year. At, uh Donovan Mitchell was on that team that year. I was about too. to see that. Okay. Oh yeah. So yeah. Don so so That makes sense. Once, like Donovan Mitchell started blowing up. I went back and looked at the ball. I'm like, yeah, Donovan Mitchell signed my ball for real. Yeah. Oh, he did? Oh, that's so I'm like, that's tough. That's hard. That's hard. Damn, that was hell. I ain't know about that. You had a hell of a support. When that yeah, I, yeah I Mike, I ain't really lie. Mike, Mike got, got me support a lot from people from, like, that's tough. from the town, from the basketball players that I looked up to. Out of the- so, with that time when you couldn't play, you really couldn't play. And then now that I'm thinking about it, you got most of your support from what you love, basketball, for real. Yeah. So what the, how did that, so with that going hand in hand, how that make you feel as far as I can't do what I really want to do, but this is what I love and it's really, it's showing like, me that, that support. That pushed me too, though, like. To really want to get that back. really come back, like be yeah. the first person to go D1. Like I ain't, we don't know too many people that's like had cancer twice yeah. and then went Division One or made it to the overseas or made it to the league. Right. Like the dream is the league for real. My yeah. dream first is to go to school for free, college for free. I'm yeah. at Delaware State now, mm-hmm. so uh, that's that's the first goal. But the second goal is to go Makes to the league. league. Yeah. yeah, that's what you do it for. That's the whole purpose of playing ball, make it to the yeah. league. So yeah, but that's I remember when we was um we send you shit or we just come across it and it'll be um just like people would like. Uh, I remember you used to talk about uh, Eric Reed. And yeah. that from case because he had uh yeah he, he had, had no high school. he had the same same one I did he a fo- he a football player yeah. for the Chiefs right well, I think well he used to play with he was a safety for the Chiefs I think and he made his comeback after yeah. he went through his whole thing so that was like I think that was one of the things I I remember you I don't know who shared you might share the one of us shared, shared it, it. it was just the whole that process is just that's another encouragement like yeah like it's definitely possible that I I can do this and push you was that a, a like shit like that was that a push like yeah, it was like, yeah, like anything possible. Like, yeah. you feel me? I feel as though anything possible now, and I got Hell over yeah. this. Hell yeah. Anything overcome. Overcome. I would too. And I and I think that the same, just like you said, the attitude about it, that, that's a, a testament to life itself. Just just that, you know, if you, your attitude and your mind frame about shit, if you, you go in it with positive, because that, that, that was something that could have been life or death. And you took it just as simple as that. Like, I know I'm going to do it, and I did it, and I got yeah. to do it. And, and that's what it is at a young age. Because at 15, we, was, we wasn't we was even thinking nothing like, nothing serious like that. Nothing serious nothing. like that. So, 
Yeah, take yeah. hella shit for granted. But that's why I always said, like, whenever I text you birthday and shit, it's like I always saluted that because you got it. Like you said, adults immediately give up. Like, yeah, they it's think about it's to be over. over. Yeah, like, nah, it's not over until no matter, you want it to be over. Right, right. And it's all about, um, and it's all about the attitude because even like I always bring up the story about my grandmother. My grandmother had, um, if I ain't mistaken, I don't, I don't like the. the Say the wrong thing It was something to do with cancer But it was like throat cancer But I noticed with my grandmother And I mean I guess with age At some time Some people be They tired of it Or they not tired of it But just At some point Some people just give up period They just accept it Like this might be Whatever But especially when you're older But I always notice And I tell people a lot About my grandmother Because when She found out that she had it It was too late But I noticed a change in her A long time before that like when we went to, we always go to the beach over the summer, and um, I just noticed everybody know my grandmother lively. Like she always be active, whatever, down for whatever, and she just was very distant, quiet. And that's never her. And I, I remember I, I pulled up. I was like, "You good?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm alright. I'm just thinking." And then when it, later on, that was like July, I think, and then she passed in October. And I think when we found out it was like late September, and when she got into the hospital, like, everybody, when we was in the hospital, everybody, and even at the funeral and the shit, everybody was, like, positive. We was just trying to get positive vibe, positive energy, all that. Everybody was shy. Wasn't no sad faces in the hospital, none of that. And then um, when she found out, you know, she, I remember I came in, uh, my Uncle Todd was in there with her, and I think he, the doctor just told both of them, and then I came in and I was like, um, she told me, she's like, yeah, grandmother hug. And I was like, we going to be good. We got it. Like, we we got this far, everybody. And she was, even when she came out the hospital, she was regular. Like, we went to the house. I was cracking jokes all. Like, I usually do try and build that emotion. But I think mm. after a while, people uh, people just, um like, some sometimes it's just all about the energy and all about your mind frame. And like I said, it's a testament to life. Like, even with... Stuff less serious than that. If you got the positive mind frame, school, basketball, all that, I'm going to do this. Like the Kobe shit, that mama mentality. He always had that attitude like, yeah, be the best, be the greatest, all that type of shit. But um, that's like I I said all that to say that it's just important to have be positive, positive energy, positive thoughts all the way. Just keep pushing and doing all that. Because like I said, i never seen you sweat about it. Um even when you got back on the court, we talk about that. We talk about that as well when you got back to playing basketball. But um, when you said the uh, the second part, how was it? You said it was the 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 process was tougher as far as chemo and all of that. Mm-hmm. But how was what was the what was the difference in you? Did you did you get a difference in yourself? or It was still the same. No, I ain't really lie. I, like that that process was different. Like, I ain't took a hold on you. Yeah, it took a hold on me. Like that 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 built me. That okay. built that really built me right there. Like okay. I even had thoughts. I ain't never even told nobody this, but I, I think I probably just recently told my brother. I had probably had thoughts of trying trying running into something to end it all. Cause like that process of chemotherapy was was tough. Like I'm like, I'm not ready for this. Like I can't do this no more. And like God worked in mysterious ways. So like Absolutely. the second time, they like it's small, like it's real small. So chemotherapy not gonna be able to work work mm-hmm. no more. So we gonna have to do radiation. Like that was a straight blessing. Like I could, I told I told everybody like I don't think I could do this no more. Like it's really killing me. Like I couldn't it eat. had you weak and shit. It had me weak. Couldn't eat. Throwing up. Like that was the worst I ever felt through everything. Mm-hmm. 
So what's what's to explain the process of radiation and chemo? How that like what's radiation go through like go through IV. I mean, chemotherapy go through IVs. Radiation you gotta get under a tube mm-hmm. with like radiation just beaming on that one spot where it's cancerous. At you can feel it. No, but over time, I did it for thirty days straight. Literally, like thirty days. Like I went every morning, How except long is Saturday it? and Sunday. I was probably in there for like thirty minutes. Okay, but like the the way my radiation was set up, it was like my neck area to my chest. Mm-hmm. So like, my I would have a sore throat. Like eventually, it built it built it a sore throat. Mm-hmm. Um, my neck area was black. Like I got real black neck area from the radiation just beaming on me. Um, I could only eat soft stuff like Jello, put in soup. How long did you have to go through that? Thirty like, days. So that whole thirty days, you couldn't do nothing but eat. Like, well, eventually, soft. eventually, it built it up. Like my neck, like I think, like by week two, my neck was like I couldn't, I couldn't eat too much. Mm. I couldn't eat nothing hard because it hurt swallowing. Uh, and this was, and you said this was uh, what year was this? This was. 27, 2017, I, I want to say. And you said that was six months late. So that was about, like, around September? No, no. Because, uh, so when I did it, I did it October to March. I mm. apologize. I did October to March. The first time? The first time. Okay. Then I was like, it was like six months I found back out. But, th- but when I found back out the six months... I actually still played basketball. I didn't do it until I didn't start treatment until like that February after I uh, finished playing my JV year with Mount St. Joe. Okay. So I played through cancer. Like I played okay. through it, knowing I had it in all. Um, I actually won the JV championship that year and in my double A that year. That's what's up. Did you, um, could you tell the difference when you when you played? No, nah, I played better for real. I was I, like, that's that. I don't know if it was because like I know what I'm ready to go through, so I'm ready just giving my all. Okay. So, but I played a lot, but like, I think that playoff year, like JV year, you got playoffs like mm-hmm. and, and BCL and MIAA. I think that that whole JV year, I probably averaged like 17, 17 points, okay. five five rebounds, point guard. Yeah, and I wasn't even no point guard on that team. I just. Whatever. Yeah, I was whatever on that team. <laughs> I remember them games, too. They definitely was live. And then after that, that's when we went straight into it. After, after, my, after I won it, we went into it like a week later. And then I did it for like two months. So probably like two months. Probably like April, I was I was done with chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. I ain't, I ain't jumping into radiation until, like, June, though. Like, I don't know what was the delay process, why I had to delay, why we had to delay the process instead of jumping straight into radiation, chemotherapy to radiation. I don't know why we did it like that, but I had to wait, like, a month or two. Because I, I remember doing it in my birthday month, June. I had to go 30 days straight in June. Mm. How was, how you felt about that, spending your birthday doing it? Um, It was fine because radiation, you only in there for an hour. Oh, okay. I only in there for an hour, and I went every morning. Okay. So it was like, it's cool. I got the rest of the... Top golf. Yeah, okay. y'all went to top, okay. we went to top golf. Today. Okay, yeah. So you was, you was gravy then, though. You was <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, okay. okay, I remember that. So what, how was the... Um, 
So what what was it was a point in time you did homeschool too, right? Yeah. So how how you felt about that? Homeschool that was I ain't like homeschool. Like you really got really you really gotta pay attention at homeschool. Yeah, like, you no, been by yourself in there. <laughs> yeah, ain't, ain't no, no cheating, line, ain't nothing. no nothing. <laughs> ain't, you can't you really can't do nothing. But that was because you couldn't be at school. At school because of, uh, of the chemotherapy. Okay. But my my. I reclass like my first year. I reclassed back into the tenth grade, mm. and then I went back. My I went back to the tenth grade, and that's when I got it again. So like I think I finished out two or three quarters. Mm. So they like you don't even got finished the fourth quarter. All right. So I'm like cool. So that's, they looked out for real. Yeah, they looked out. So how you feel? How did you feel about like not being with? With, with your classmates though Like did it, did it make you feel Was that a feeling though Like I know Like you said It's different when you got folk As far as like Just staying at home And being with a teacher But did it make you feel different Like being in the class But you was coming from All boys school too though Yeah I was coming from All boys yeah, school so that's different. But But Being at an all boys school yeah, So you gotta make it fun Like Yeah yeah, yeah I yeah. transferred to Nita My senior year But like St. Joe Like that's It's way fun ass And like Cause everybody just Cracking jokes And everybody oh. <laughs> Instead of You feel me Like instead of females Instead of showing off For the females Like it's less drama And all of that Cause Okay You know people switch up When you get around females Yeah <laughs> So <laughs> So you really You really gotta make the fun At, at, at St. Joe Okay So what, did you had a cool teacher though yeah, all my teachers was cool. No, I'm talking about um, oh, homeschool. Yeah, I had I had like three teachers at homeschool: a Spanish teacher, an English teacher, and a math teacher. And the crazy thing is, my English teacher passed away. Mm. So it was like during that time. Yeah, during that time, my yeah. English teacher passed away. From what? I don't even know. Wow, I shit. That's crazy. You going through something that's. That that is just that whole story just crazy. Yeah, like you going wild. through something that's that could have took you out, and then your teacher go out and it's like push through another thing to push through. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's crazy. So um, so after that you you uh so so when was it? What was the period between that and then when you was able to go back to school? How long ago was that? I mean, how long between the time? Um, that was my first tenth grade year because I, I I dropped out of school. Well, I ain't dropped out. I had to leave school. <laughs> I had to leave school in the tenth my first tenth grade year in October. Uh, so I ain't, I probably just finished the first quarter. So like the second second quarter, third quarter, and fourth quarter, I had to finish up with them teachers. Mm. So that was like November through November through through May. And how long did you had to before you? So you went back. How many? How many months later you went to? Uh, that's when you transferred after that. No, right? no, uh, I trans. I transferred my senior. Year. Oh, okay. So you went back. To, to I went back. Yeah, I went okay. back to St. Joe for another tenth grade. Yeah, and then you did the tenth and eleventh grade. I did my tenth and my eleventh grade at St. Joe. So, oh well, another thing I wanted to ask you: How was it um, when you was in the hospital? You was amongst other uh, young people with uh, cancer and all that. Yeah. So how was that? Like, how was it? Cause I know you probably seen people even younger than you going through. Yeah, it was it was it was way more people younger than me. Like I probably it was only probably like two people my age. It was two people my age. One person I went to middle school with, she passed away. The young girl passed away. Damn. Um, it was another dude named Nigel. He was there. He he doing good for himself. I think he he made a beat for YGT table for, for local rapper YGT. Okay. Um. Yeah, he doing good for himself. I think he moved to Atlanta. Lana for uh for making beats. And he, I he think, shook the whole 
Yeah, he bounced back too. That's what's up. And he down Atlanta making peace. I think he I think he signed to somebody down Atlanta. So honestly. How, how was it saying like was was it was that like uh was it hard seeing other people or like especially younger people going through it or was it like it was it more encouragement? Cause I, I like I said, I shared that story in the beginning about the kid. Like I'd like yeah, that that kind of rubbed me the wrong way when I when I when she when my cousin told me about that. But it's just like it's, it also made me look at him like, well, that's what's up. Shorty just he ain't afraid to say right. what's going on with him. He 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 stand on who he is. But I know you in the monks of him, and you seeing people like this going through it. Like, it's just sad. Like, yeah, that, that yeah. process is just sad. Like, dang, I'm going through, and I'm 15. But this little girl going through, and she three, she dang. four years. She don't even know what life is right, yet. Right, right, right. Like, that's it's just sad. Yeah. See. But God, they say God, I mean, God work, work in mysterious ways. So oh, yeah. It's for the better. Oh, yeah. That's how I look at it. I just looked at it like it was a it was a lesson. Right. Like, I looked at it also as a lesson. Like, this just humbling me. Like, I got to mm-hmm. be more humble. Yeah. Like, I told you, I, can, I went, I, that was my 10th grade year, but I was going in my 10th grade year. Like, I'm in the best shape of my life. So. Yeah. yeah. It was just more humbling also. Like, yeah. Just make you appreciate shit more and all that. Yeah, like yeah. don't take nothing for granted. Humble yourself, because mm-hmm. anything can be taken just like that. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Hey, and this is great that you noticed that and you took that because, like I said, it's, it's, it's kids and it's adults that don't even realize that they take all that shit for granted. And it sometimes it, it takes something like that to happen. Sometimes it don't. But um, your testament is is to to it shed light on other people for them to to know offhand and, and even when not with the same situation, just to know like shit can happen, right. but you can push through the shit and you mm-hmm. can, you can make the best out of a situation and, and, and still be yourself at the end of the day. So tell me about, um, when you, when you was, uh, when you fr- finally got back to the, to playing basketball and all that, how was that feeling? Uh, you talking about my JV or my, or just pray from now? Well, period. Oh, I was I, um. Well, good. before you say that, what was the best the best thing? Because I I'm, I was assuming that that would be the the best feeling to finally get back and do you on the court. But what was the best thing that you finally was like? Okay, I'm I can finally do this again, or I can I can get back and what just, was just live my everyday life. Okay, just back. Like, forget pooping yeah. right now. Just yeah, I ain't got to go to the hospital no right. more. I ain't got to get stuck with needles right just my everyday life is back yeah yeah that's i would i would assume that but so how was the um because y'all you when you've transferred to newtown y'all went to the uh the states now we ain't we well we lost to emerson before we got the state so what, what was what was that game that was the that was that was like oh I, we won a county championship the one up towson right oh yeah that was his county okay that was county championship we won it we so, beat milford i mean we beat franklin so that was the um how how did that feel? That was was that the highest you've been as far as the uh as far as like winning the, the ranks and shit in high school? Yeah, I mean outside of going to Atlanta, yeah. How was that? Well how how was that that whole thing as far as like in in as far as with your journey and all that, how did that make you feel a certain way about not really. <laughs> Not really. Like, I'm like I'm like it's like a county it's not that too many too many good teams in the county. So okay. I'm on, okay. I, like I wanted to get a city where they wanted. They wanted us to Newtown versus Patty that year. Like and last that's what year, you 
And I, I, I let everybody down. I feel as though I lost that game. Like, I played bad that game. I played I mean, I, my Emerson game. When we played Emerson, I played bad. But everybody played bad. Yeah, so. oh yeah, everybody. It happens to everybody. everybody but that definitely, free. that game definitely been on. That's, that, that game's still on my mind to this day. <laughs> like, But that's motivation moving forward. Yeah, definitely. Because now, now you playing for Dallas State, right? Yeah, hey, I so. play next year, but I'm, I had to get surgery on my hip. Like it's always injury prone, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not even no injury. Like that's just something that that was built. Like I had an overgrowth of bone. Like oh, it's just like always some wild stuff for me. Man. Like overgrowth of bone, I had to get my bone shaved down. But you you got a hell of a story though, even with that. Like all that all that together. Mm-hmm. Talk about the um the walks the the walks you used to do. What were you oh. still doing? Oh yeah. Um, Every first November, first week of November, I do a non-Hodgkin lymphoma, lymphoma and leukemia walk um, downtown by the Oreo Stadium. This year it wasn't by the Oreo Stadium. It was by Sandlot, Harbor East. Um, but like my my first time, I had a little support. It was it wasn't a little support. It was it was still a lot of people. But my second time, it was big. Like that went like that was like. Big, big, yeah. like I and actually, I'm. I was a. Uh, they called me the hero. Um, I forgot the actual name, but it was like some type of hero, hero. So I had to get on stage in make front of speech. like, yeah, I had to make a speech in front of a lot of people. It was like probably like five thousand people. Out there. <laughs> I don't know how it many was, people. It was yeah. intimidating. I was intimidating. Yeah, it ain't look like you. Ain't look like you. Nah. Was, you and Rob was up there. Mm. But how how did that was that support system with that though? How was that? Like, cause yeah. that, those that whole company they supported you a lot through your, your yeah, situation. They, and they still do. Like, I recently just seen a lady Christmas break in the mall. Like, just stopped me. Like, Maurice, I don't <laughs> even know who she is for real. Like, she like, um, I work for the society. I'm like, oh, okay, how you doing? She's like, can we take a picture so I can send it to uh, the lady that that's that's. That's right there with me. Like she helped me through everything. Like far mm-hmm. as what the society need me to do, take pictures. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had to go take pictures with a lot of people. Like Subaru Company, the car company, the Orioles Stadium. I mean the Orioles organization. Like yeah. they, 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 they want me to take a lot. They want me to take a lot. Well, they, they just need. I, I wouldn't say need me, but. They I mean, want me to be they, there for you. They probably do need you because it's, it's like like I said, it's, it's your story. It holds weight, especially who you are, your age group, your bracket, like your age, who you are to to people in the basketball the city, well known family, well known friends, and all that. So it takes certain situations because if you, for instance, if you never went through it, and another kid, ninth, tenth grade, go through that. He might be embarrassed and not even want to speak up for a situation at mm-hmm. all. Like nigga might just be like. I, I didn't count themselves out or just be embarrassed to go back, especially with the the, the effects of uh, chemo and radiation and all that. So, with with you, like, is you just never know who you can affect or, or put put shine on, even adults. Like, you just never know. So, I think it is 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 like, and you and anybody else that go through situations like this is like you because you if they can relate to you. My thing is just like with like my job. I feel like or anybody with that works with with the youth. It gotta be somebody that they can relate to. They ain't gonna fuck with nobody. Like if you if it was a a forty year old man saying mm-hmm. this whole same situation, they'd be like, "Well, that shit old people go through." They ain't gonna look at it like like because this ain't nothing normal. Like this ain't nothing to have. Especially like 
regular kid, athletic, healthy, all of that. Besides the sports injuries, like healthy kids. So don't nobody be thinking shit like this could happen. So the more the more people they can get to vouch for that and say, like, you know, you can get through this, you can do that, like, is, is the better. Like, because if I didn't know you and I seen that, I'd take my head off and salute that. And you did a lot of shit. Talk about your experiences, because I remember you talked that the EMI thing we did. You shared your story with me and Terrence, the EMI thing you did. Um, you did with uh, uh, uh um, what's Chad cousin's name? His his camp. You spoke um, at his Ed, camp, right? Ed, yeah, yeah, you spoke single at time. Ed camp. You spoke at um, you did a lot of speeches, just talking and sharing your story with people, and um. It take a lot of guts to do shit like that too, because everybody not good at speaking in front of crowds and all that. Yeah. And um, how was 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 that therapeutic for you sharing your story? Like, did it like? Because I know I know me. Whenever I speak, the more I do public speaking or shit like this, it, it's easier. The more I do it. So once you got you was doing it over and over, I know you got a knack for it. And did anybody ever like come up to you on show appreciation like throughout any of them? Yeah, I get a lot of love, sure. Like, when I go to local basketball games, like, big local basketball games, mm. and um, any 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 place in Baltimore, like, people know that know me, they, they, they salute me, honestly, and tell me, like, proud of you, mm. keep keep doing good for me. Like, you, you, inspired, you inspired me. Like, adults even told me, like, they inspired me. And that was major when adults tell you, like, when adults tell you that, like, you inspire me to go hard or something like that. Yeah, like that's big. Like Hell that yeah. really take that. That that's big. Hell yeah, it's definitely big. And I that's why I say like is is you put that that testament to the whole situation in, in different aspects of life and um just like anybody will be going through anything at any moment and they just look at like your story or any other story is like if they can get through this I can get through that and I think that make a a, a huge difference. Um. What's what's your uh, if you could tell anybody going through these situations, old or young, what would you do? Like, how would you? What, what would you think your advice would be? Like, besides not giving up. Like, if you could share in a nutshell, because you could share your story a million times for real, and you could tell people like what's what it is. But what would you say? What you think you could say that really push it and be like, yeah, like I, I like you should you should take this advice when you're going through this. Um. I go into everything like just just have a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. So don't even don't even pay nothing. No, like just have a positive mind and everything you go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay focused on the goal. The goal is the main thing. Right. Would Would you ever think about doing something where you could like push the narrative about this? Like as far as encouragement. Cause like I said, a lot of people that go through this don't really have the outlet to really push. Like, cause as far as we know that you know that, like I said, well known group of people you're around, well known family and all that. So everybody, all of everybody connected to you got the outlets so on. No, like yeah, this is we can we can do this and do that. And then you got the uh, you can talk about that article too, the article you had when oh, you yeah. shared your story. But um, yeah, the article got published in like 2018 summer. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of people, like, a lot of people that hit me up about that, like... Throughout bro, the city or just everywhere? Just, well, throughout the city, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, this inspired me to go harder. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. I just want everybody, like, because at the end of the day, it's a, everybody got situation. Kids out here mm-hmm. got situations, no father, like, yeah. somebody they needs to look up to just going through something. Yeah. So I just feel as though, like, 
I want to inspire them to go hard and not give up, right. not not go hit the streets. The streets not the right thing to do. And mm-hmm. you ain't got people telling them go. You feel me? Like don't yeah. do that. But I just want them like hooping, hooping, football, soccer, whatever your niff is. Just go do it. Yeah, yeah. and do it live your life, best. Yeah, like to the fullest. Is that that's one of the, is that out of the whole process? This whole trial and tribulations with this. What's one thing? Like, if you could put it in words, what's one thing? Like, like I, I was just thinking, live life to the fullest. Like, what's one thing that you would say, like, now is, like, my, like, your key thing. Like, it's, like, what's what's a phrase or a word that you would say is, like, I got from this? It's, like, I know you said a lot. Just keep staying positive and keep, keep, uh. Live, laugh, live, and love. Love. Live, laugh, and love, yeah. That was, like, the, my mother made that up, like, else a little. Live, laugh, and love, man. And that's that's, that's what you, stuck. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, that's that's what even if you, even if you don't, you dislike somebody, you still gotta love them. Yeah, that's and real. laugh, laugh. You feel me? You gotta have fun. You gotta laugh and just live life. That's real. So, um, as far as the whole situation, like everything is is clear. Everything go. Everything back to normal now. Yeah, that whole situation. Yeah, everything. Even um. Even when I had surgery, my 2019 time, I had surgery on my hip from the overgrowth of the bone. I'm back. I'm clear from that also. Okay. So what's 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 up for the future? Um, what's the plans? Dell State. Finna take over Dell State now. For hoping. <laughs> what's the goal? And you you in your freshman year? Yeah. My, so what's my what's your year. overall goal for for Dell State? Um, everything, sports, school, all that. What's, what's I your really goal? I ain't like I ain't like my. I'm trying to take over, like trying to get us to at least to March Madness. This is going to be a team thing, but yeah. we're not doing too good this year. So at least get us first, get us a better record, right. make us above 500. Right. You see the potential? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Nice we got, squad. We got, we got a lot of potential. Okay. A lot of potential. But I remember, remember uh, we got on you about that, about in the article, and you said, uh, was it make it to the overseas or something? Yeah, but you oh, was yeah. like, no, nah, go to the league. You, you have the big picture, it goes right, to the league all the way. Yeah, so like, that's the goal is by my saying, yeah, get up out of there though and go higher, a higher D1, honestly. Okay. So I can make it to the league. What's, what school would you want to go to? Mm, it don't even matter to me. Whatever car, <laughs> whatever car, that's where I'm going. Just somewhere big. Just right. for that senior year. Right. So but what, also, you don't even need that also, though. Like, John Morant, like, he was at Murray State. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. That Made one. it big. It's a lot of people out here, like... Um, Overseas. Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Small school. D- Dame Lillard. K-State. K- uh, all that. Uh, even uh, Marco uh, yeah. Foles, yeah. No, even, Marco no, went to Yeah, yeah, yeah he went to Washington. I mean, even your boy... Uh, Kawhi. Kawhi, San yeah, Diego Kawhi State. San. Yeah, a small school. It's all about what you do when you get there. PJ, CJ, PJ, PJ um, Paul George, CJ McCullough. Yeah, small school. It's just all about how you produce, honestly. That's 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 what your, your overall career is. Is Your goal is to, to basketball. That's, that's, the, that's yeah, what you want. That's basketball. What that's what's up. So what, what would you do? You plan on doing any more with, as far as advocation, like pushing the, the narrative about – the situation and spread the word and all that, or you just is if it come, type if of it thing. if it come, because I think like college basketball is gonna be so much of a tie up. Like I'm gonna barely be home. Yeah, come 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 by uh, next summer. Like I'm barely gonna be home. So it's like 
whatever, whatever I'm gonna be able to do, it's just I'm gonna try to do it. But but like I'm not gonna be able to be home that much. Right. So I, um, overall, you the, what I got from it is that, in conclusion, what I got from it is that um, with this process, the biggest thing is is your mind frame, staying positive, fighting through, never giving up. Uh, and support is is crucial. Yeah, my support team was big. Like I ain't gonna lie, like a lot of people came out of came out of nowhere. Like I didn't think was gonna support me. Like people that I didn't even know reached out. Like yeah. big time people reached out. Like I was surprised. It's a it's a story worth sharing and and, and uh pushing. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's is the shit is so common, but the the fact that this shit is some like cancer come from nowhere out the middle of nowhere and people just get this shit and people drop left and right. So it's just is it's definitely something you don't wanna Overlook, but like, um, like one day, like I DM Will Bart, and I didn't think he gonna even reply back to me. Uh, like, keep inspiring, keep inspiring us. Like, I think like right after he signed that fifty mil contract, uh, I'm like, keep inspiring. He hit, he hit me back, like, keep inspiring me too yeah. for real. Uh, he was all right, hip. Yeah, I'm like, dang, he hip. Like, I ain't even know Will was hip. He like, yeah, I keep. I, I, you just I, never know. Yeah, you just never, but that's why it's good that you carried the way you carried it, cause cause you got eyes on you that you don't even know. Like even yeah. kids, adults, all that. Like, imagine you got an NBA star saying that, but imagine with kids, you know, like you know your, your niece friends, yeah. people like that. You just never know. That's like, a lot of kids. Like, that, that's that a just, lot of kids that even like. DM me that I'd be surprised. Like yeah. I ain't like I'm really inspiring the youth to do better. Yeah, cause like, even even um like uh to, like the EMI thing when me and Turn started that that whole thing started off of his idea, but 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 it was because he said that people seen him like you know him living just with the chair and living out and going on trips and shit, and people would DM him saying that. Yo, how you get to this point? Like, as far as your self esteem and shit like that, and, and like people from, he was telling me it was people from out of the state and all that, like just reaching out and um, just you just never know. And he didn't even have a story like this. Yeah. Like, it wasn't pushed to a narrative like support and everybody pushing shit. I was just people probably stumbled across his page and seeing like yo living and he in this situation. So it's like you had a whole gang of support, a whole hashtag. Hoodies, companies, all this shit behind yeah. you. So it's just like you just never know who's looking at you, and and that's why another thing that I applauded because you stood, you was mature in it, you handled it like an adult, and you didn't put, you didn't let them see you sweat throughout the whole process at all. So all right. I mean, it's a testament. It's, it's your, that's your testimony for real. So it's just like like you said, you never know who's looking at you, and you never know. So with that, with the like the key thing that you said, I was I was for little. Love is a big thing. Like you ain't put no, you didn't put negative energy out there. You ain't put like, I hate this shit. You got people that get yeah. on on Instagram stories talking about bills and shit. Yeah. I'm mad. This is this, this, this. Fuck this. All this other shit. Go but you grind. Yeah, you but, but nothing no handouts out here. And then and at the end of the day, you got a whole situation, life or death, and you you I ain't never see you even post nothing like that. It was all motivational and all that, which you which you should have been. So. You know, people say you you get what you put out, and you put positive energy positive. out in that situation, so and it it came back. So, one hundred percent. So, if anybody want to know more or hear more about the story, or just you know reach out for uh, support, anything, how tell them how they can get in contact with you. Find 
Um, Mar Strong, M A U R Strong, S T R. Mar Strong, M A U R S T R. The number zero N G on Instagram, and Mar Smith underscore M A U R S M I T H underscore on Twitter. And that's that's how you can reach out. If they got anything, show support, show love, or they got questions or anything. Just send some positive positive energy or something. But um, and then uh, you also got. Yeah, yeah, uh, articles and stuff all on that too as well. If they want to read yeah. up or anything, I mean, you can um, Google my articles also. Like when you on Google, it'll pop up. I think I type in Mar Maurice Smith story and okay. it'll pop up. Okay. It's under prep hoops. Okay, so that's with that being said, shit, we 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 covered everything. Hopefully, if we run this back again. And we yeah, we get to get Tim on here and we could just bounce ideas or just just spread that whole positive energy and, and um you know because uh, my plan was to have both of y'all share y'all stories as well as share the similarities in the process because he was somebody that I also like people ain't even if you ain't know you wouldn't have known he went through that and then the same with you like I if I if you if I didn't know you I wouldn't have known you went through that because you don't had no signs of it. You don't have no signs of it. You don't have the attitude. And, and with Tim, it was all, he always, you know, his post is always the clothes and shit, just regular fun shit. And um, like I said, it's just about how you you carry the situation, how you handle it. Like, um, I always say, like, things could be worse. That's that's my whole thing. Whenever I think about when shit fucked up, I think about things could be worse. It's just like how you just said with the, the kid in the hospital. I used three years. They didn't even know how to walk, talk. Shit like that, like that's they didn't know nothing about life. Yeah, yeah. so that, that's that's you coming into the world with that. Mm-hmm. That's a whole worst battle, but you know, um, everything happened for a reason at the end of the day, and and, and um, you stood the test of time, and and now I know you're gonna keep spreading that positivity and that energy around. So, uh, with that being said, we close out with the the fuck cancer episode, and keep pushing. And like we said, keep spreading love and support and, 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 and standing tall against perseverance and all that. So, we out. Looking out the window. She already know my niggas, they gon' come and see you. They like bang, bro, miserable, you gon' see you. Huh. A young boy, I'm a gangbanger. Fingers black, hoodie crew, fuck you niggas, middle finger. Niggas.